What is going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I am your host, Josh. Here with my co-host. KG in the house. <laughs> All right. Different so, intros each time, baby. Mailbox Monday. Let's get it. So first and foremost, client shout out of the week. Ooh. I'm going to shout out um, my client, Maddie, this week. Um, you know, I think she has a great attitude. We're just getting started here. Uh, you know, and she... Uh, I really like she sent me a very truthful update you know and we what we do for our update system is we actually send face-to-face videos back and forth so the first time I'm like yeah I know it's weird filming yourself a little bit I thought so too but you get used to it and the reason I do for that is um you know like text email is you can read it a di- hundred different ways you can interpret it how you may um, but at the end of the day right you just can't tell the intention behind it necessarily whereas a video by having a client send a video you know if they go they, they send me a text and they say, my week was great. You know, I'll read that one way. And then if they go in the video, my week was great, you know, I'm killing it. It's like, is it really though? Mm-hmm. You know, you can read into it. And I've, I've even had clients, you know, that are like, yeah, I killed it. Nutrition's perfect. And you can see in their face how bloated up it is, you know, and I'll be like, are you sure you didn't eat a little more yesterday? And they're like, okay, you caught me. You know, I felt guilty. And, you know, I just find it's a lot more efficient and actually having that accountability, even though we might live thousands of miles away, we can still have that. But anyhow, she said, you know, she had a week where she just was like, why am I even doing this? Like, I just want to slack and just do whatever. And she said, no, like when she felt that way, she took out her journal, she explored her thoughts and she really grounded herself as to how she wanted to be, you know, without sounding cliche or fittest, healthiest and happiest person. And she, you know, kind of reevaluated and refound her why through journaling. So that's using a lot of the tools we've listed here. And, you know, I just thought that was great. And I have no expectation of all my clients to be perfect always. I know people slip up. I know we have weeks where it's like, ah, why am I doing this? This is too hard. And, um, you know, I just loved how truthful and honest that was and how she was able to overcome that. Yeah. Which, which client was that? Sorry. That was Maddie. Oh, what a beauty. Maddie Corbin, the beauty. I love that. I love hearing these clients' successes, and uh, my client shout out. Her name is Coco. Um, so for those of you who don't know, we are doing. The I'm in love with, with the, the Coco. Coco. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that's her real name. I don't know. I'm trying to check her email. You, on a side but note, do you remember when we filmed me and Kyle filmed the baking video once, so and we kept? I won't remember that, but and it, we kept making jokes with Kyle, and he had yeah. the cocoa powder it was he, a cringy <laughs> oh my god it was an early video it was and he kept going i got baking soda i got baking soda. oh i love it oh. um so coco uh, started um and basically i'm just going to tell you the weight loss within i believe I'm, i always look at these spreadsheets um but basically we've been together for just over 12 weeks and she has lost uh 18 pounds total um every single week there's progression, and obviously like i'm looking at the spreadsheet the first week was four pounds down the next one was was two um but basically for her she's just such a positive um solid person to work with i love seeing her facebook posts and she's just been constantly getting so much support from everyone else and i always try to encourage people that although you know the weight's going down and you're making progress there there's so many different other ways to progress so we've been focusing a lot on measurements on how she actually feels on how her clothes is fitting and a lot of the times um people who actually struggle with the scale we have to sometimes take a step back and look at other ways that um, you know, they're, prog- uh, that, that they're progressing. And, um, you know, the biggest thing is a lot of times if they can actually like listen to me and make a change in the routine that they've been so used to, um, obviously it's really hard to, but if you can actually do that, you'll see amazing results and stick to it, uh, for the long run. So she has an amazing goal of losing 80 pounds. We're already 20 plus or just about 20 pounds down. And it's just the beginning. Yeah. I've, I've heard amazing things about that. So, you know, shout out to those keep hustling everyone. You're going to end up on the shout out of the week. 
Um, so what's your quote of the week, Kyle? Quote of the week is uh, results or excuses. <laughs> you can't, can't have both. We can't use that quote every time. I don't know if we've said it. Recently. I think we've used maybe it. Like, maybe maybe every, in a while. Okay, what's a quote that you wouldn't know? I know you know. What's a quote that you that? Huh? Is it one you like? I don't gonna know. Whip man. out the old notepad. Yeah, I gotta eh? whip out the, There's the been old a few notepad. I've liked too, but they haven't necessarily, you know, come to mind. But you know, when you see a good quote and you just go, "Wow!" Like this is, yeah. this is huge. You know, like I could. Oh, I found one I liked a while ago. Comparison is the thief of joy, oh, and I think yeah. we can apply that into fitness. I I, like I, that. I love that quote because you know I think with everything you know goes on social media you know keeping up with the joneses this and that it's very hard to um you know take pride in your own life and to be happy where you're at you know without comparing yourself to others oh am i good enough i'm not i'm as fit as this person i'm as rich as this person i'm as good looking you know and it's so true that comparison really is the thief of joy you know and if you really take the time you know look at your own life count your blessings you know you'll say like even yesterday i thought i live a good life yeah, hundred you know? percent. And, and I, I just took this time to think that, and I thought that was huge. But yeah, go yeah, ahead. I was saying that to one of my guys I worked with yesterday, uh, and it's so true. Like my favorite quote that I have here on my Google Keep is "Progression is the key to happiness." Mm, that was a, that was a huge quote too. But it's funny because you kind of see us relating these quotes back to happiness, and obviously when we're thinking of um, or, or our podcast name, you know, the three most important things in the world is being fit healthy and happy and that's why we called it this and you know at the end of the day you could be fit you could be healthy but if you're not actually happy with your life and whatnot then you know what's the point that's it so we you know we're and that's why when we came up with this name we really wanted to encompass that you know because we did find our actual brand name colossus fitness you know it's like what the heck is that like colossus you think big huge and that was our goal at the time but now it's kind of refocused into wanting to be fit healthy and happy but more importantly to help other achieve their goals of being fit healthy and happy and I actually had a client this week, a brand new sign up, and he sent me a video and he said, I just want to tell you about me, who I am, you know, I'm a father, um, I have a daughter and I have another one on the way, and you are actually changing my life, you know, I've had bad habits, um, you know, I drink a lot, and ever since starting this, I haven't drank at all, and you're actually changing my life, I've gone in the gym, people are just amazed with what's happening, and you know, I feel I'm going to be a better father, a better husband, I'm motivated with everything. And this was just after a week of online coaching. And like, to me, that gives me so much uh, motivation to keep doing what I'm doing to learn how to do it better. And, you know, we're always pushing ourselves to improve and be better and, you know, really be a source of uh, encouragement for people, not just in fitness, but in life. I love that. I love that. And um, yeah, I mean, we've honestly had such a good response. We are doing a 90-day New Year uh, event, and yeah. we'd love to give everyone the opportunity to jump on that. So basically, you know, we had the summer special, which has been amazing. A ton of people have come over and taken advantage. And, you know, honestly, just a ton of people are getting amazing results that have taken the plunge. And I know a lot of people are probably fence-sitting right now. And um, at the end of the day, like, a lot of people want to wait. Oh, I'll get in shape this, or maybe when this comes, I'll do it. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're serious, you'll you'll go on the website, ClawsFitness.com, inquire, let us know where you're at, and start getting the wheels rolling. Um, so even, you know, we had an episode recently on habits, and um, I'm actually listening to that audiobook. When we were driving over here to film this, I was listening, and he said, instead of focusing on the big thing, like getting in shape, what's the smallest, easiest thing you can do as the catalyst to making that happen? So if I want to go out for runs, it's not so much the running, it's not so much the going outside. The first step is putting on my shoes, right? And getting that done. So if you want to get in the best shape of your life, truly transform yourself, the first step 
is shooting an email. Jeez. That's all it takes. By putting that email, you're letting us know you're out there. You're letting us know where you're at. And I'm going to respond and tell you exactly how I can help you. Exactly. Yeah. And how we're going to make it happen. And then you're going to look back in three three months now, going into 2020, and say, this was one of the best decisions of my mm-hmm. life. And we guarantee that. If you don't feel that after the three months, you can have all your money back. 100%. And I think sometimes people just need that first step. Like, if you go and sign up with us for 12 weeks and you're super happy and you're ready to go on your own, cool. Kudos to you. Amazing. But just you got to take that first step. So, yeah, go ahead over to ColossusFitness.com and definitely check that out. I All right, it. what's the first question on the mailbag? Mailbag, uh, how can you build the lower chest? Hmm. Mm. That was one of our first uh, 100K videos. Yeah. I remember we got a little notification. Your video has 100,000 views. Those were good times. That was pretty cool. And then we got one for 10K likes. Yeah. We got one for a million views. YouTube, uh, you know, YouTube choose you some of these little moments yeah so yeah we made a video three exercises decrease your lower chest we met up with some of the homies from alabama yeah those bruce and mike let's see what's if you type in lower chest yeah bruce and mike but what's the name of their they uh, had it was science fitness or science fitness at the time yeah. uh they shot us an email and they're like yo we want to come down to toronto to film with you and me and kyle were like heck yeah and it was they're great dude oh, it's so really really nice time i know mike's killing the competing circuit now and we were just producing content and we made, you know, through exercise to grow that lower chest. A lot of people have no idea how to do it. Uh, so the honest, easiest answer ever is do decline movements. Yeah. Uh, so usually an incline movement, you're, you know, you're going to have more natural focus on that upper chest and that shoulder region. Uh, so that's why if you really want to grow that split kind of at the top of the chest, you're going to want to do a lot of that. Obviously, normal flat movements, you kind of work the chest evenly. But when you find you do decline, you're actually where you're squeezing is lower on the chest there and you can improve the actual size of it. Um, you know, all the time people look at me, some of my friends when we're in the sun and they say, you literally have boobs, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You know, like I, a lot of people have actually complimented me for having a, a big chest and, you know, chest, something That's I've huge. actually taken a lot of pride on Girls and, you know, it. those decline movements add up. Funny story. When I started working out the first time for hockey fitness in high school, we had a hockey fitness class. That's how Canadian we are. Literally two days you'd go to good life or three days you go to good life. Two days you'd be on the rink playing hockey Mm -hmm. this was for an actual credit in high school and i i remember everyone was working out all the boys were hitting chest and um our teacher also the football coach at the time used to get so mad you go why do you need your chest for hockey stop benching you don't need your chest for hockey at all we need legs and core legs and core and everyone else used to like meme it and just joke about it and at the time i was like i don't want a big chest like i don't want to have nastier bigger looking like boobs to be honest because i wasn't like fit i was just a skinny dude i'm like why would someone want to grow their chest like a muscular chest is going to look shapely it'll look manly it's it's different as funny as that sounds but like that was a funny story and i just think it's crazy how little people can know about fitness and how confused they can be even today i'm i go to the gym i work hard so i work up a sweat i hit my shower i'm coming out and then our gym's sick now because they have this free moisturizer mm. so i like to moisturize my cream uh my skin i have dry skin so I'm moisturizing my skin. A guy walks up to me, dead serious, and he goes, are you doing that to help your muscles recover? And I said, I'm doing it to help myself not have dry skin. Oh and he gosh. was dead. Like, he wasn't trolling. He was dead serious. And, like, if people can be that confused about the most random stuff, you know, yeah. like, and even me, look, I was there. And the problem is there's such a, you know, an influx of information yeah. that it makes it really, really tough for people. So Maybe. yet another reason to go to ColossusFitness.com and let us change your life. Maybe he thought it was uh, some type of like A535 or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, but he, he saw, saw moisturizer. Like, yeah, he moisturizer, said, that's moisturizer. Yeah. 
Anyways, so yeah, so decline movements are gonna be your yeah. best friend. Eating more flies uh, from the bottom position mm, from the money. bottom, right? Amazing, and then also uh, chest dips. So you can do a dip where you're like more upright. That's for the triceps. Mm. When you're leaning more forward, amazing for the lower chest. Beauty. I love it. Uh, next question we have is: Can you change the order of your workout if equipment is taken? We're just looking at an Instagram story. Josh filming, Josh zooming in on me, just talking. I'm about to delete it because it zoomed in on me a lot. Oh uh, yeah, but we're yeah. not gonna post that. No, we're not. Gonna I was post gonna that. just take a little story, showing the motivation yeah. of you talking, but I zoomed in. Can you change the order of your workout <laughs> if equipment is taken? I have a question. Yeah. I have a fun question right. for you. What do you think is the worst YouTube video we've ever made? <laughs> Going back, I'd say the the baking soda one. Like I'd say because okay, like because that I, was pretty bad. I what know which one's the thinking? worst. Yeah, I'd say which I'd one say you it was because it was of. like cringe. I'd say when I did the thing the early mornings at the rink. <laughs> no, that was cringy. That was the cringiest. Yeah, but we're oh, being worst. silly. I'd say worst. Worst. Like just like okay, like we'll nonsense. do a bunch. We'll do worst, cringiest. What's worst? The worst video. I don't know. I think they're all pretty good. I I don't think we've ever made a dumb, a bad video. Like every like, and here's the thing: we've we've been very careful from the start. Yeah. And we we made a point to be careful from the start. We said, you know, we're not. We wanted to make a video, and Kyle used to do these summer camps, mm-hmm. as silly as it sounds. Oh yeah. I and he that. he really took pride that he could tell these little. How old? Are they? They're young kids, They're young. basically. Uh, I remember the one uh, youngest was six years old, and uh, when we started our YouTube channel, she wrote me a note saying. Like in like her scribble writing, I love your YouTube video. And I think we could say the same thing for our podcast. We're very, you know, your grandma could listen to it. A six-year-old could listen and, you know, they could actually just not cringe with how like disgusting it is. The, That's our the talking thing. And, like, stuff. and we, we, we took a stance with that from YouTube early on before even all the demonetizing and everything. And, you know, even the fact that like someone young can watch it and we're, you know, our goal isn't to offend people, but to deliver great content and change lives. So that's something we did early. You know, we've avoided selling out. We've avoided unnecessary beef. I guess one of the worst would maybe vegan even gains. be calling out vegan yeah. gains. So we made a video yeah. calling out vegan gains. I take tried that to, back. Trying to jump on the, the train. That's probably the one time we derailed from our brand. Um, and we basically just analyzed the video at the time, you know, and I think he's a bit of an attention getter because mm-hmm. funny enough, like later on, we actually ended up meeting with him, having a good lunch and definitely yeah. an interesting guy. But like, yeah. I, I wouldn't say he's like, I don't know. I mean, he, he lives his own life. Like he was a pretty extreme. Like he was okay when we met him, but I think the, I think he sells it up. He's yeah. smart. He knows he's making money. Controversy sells on YouTube. And like even so many people, you know, if, if you can just create controversy and be dramatic, people will listen, but it's not necessarily the right people listening. So to us, we cared about, you know, each subscriber, each listener being the right type, you know, because at the end of the day, if I ha- have 100,000 people watching me or listening to me just because they want to see me be stupid and laugh yeah. at me, I-, I see no value in that myself. I'd rather be respected and be a source of motivation and education. But yeah, I think so making that was just a mistake. Worst. And it's just, I look back and like, we didn't delete it because it's like still getting views. But no, right you can now, go watch whatever. it if you want. But we've since like mended yeah. that bridge. Okay, what yeah. was the cringiest? Uh, the cringiest, I think, was just me like the in the soda? kitchen just yelling, <laughs> bacon soda, I got bacon soda. And it's people just like, love that then again. It's we, just like, we've I, always been very silly in yeah. our YouTube. Not so much lately, but I think people like that. I don't know if it's still up on YouTube, but if it is, I don't know. who knows? Maybe if it is, we'll put the links in the description for these you videos. You know what I think was one of the worst? Just so you guys know. You know okay, the stupidest. I almost broke my arm. <laughs> Yeah, so, so sometimes we go for viral videos, like in the past, right? 
you know, and uh, I fell off a skateboard. It wasn't bad. It didn't hurt. It was okay. And Josh, to this day, will still chirp me for it. It's still up. You can search Colossus Fitness. I almost broke my arm. And we put that as the title, and it got, like, no views. It wasn't a bad fall. It was just, like, kind of stupid. Like, you know when people start clickbaiting and they're creating these videos to try to make them go viral? I thought that people would want to see me almost break my arm. And, and Oh, yeah. I have yeah. another... 874 views yeah like oh that's gosh. nothing for like what we're used to getting on youtube wow so well here, here's another interesting segue i know this is a bit more casual but I, I actually really like this so kyle listens to this guy i've only listened to maybe five minutes of him and i do agree with this his name is ed Milet. yeah right i i've heard he's good i don't know too much about him so i won't recommend him yet because i haven't listened long enough kyle loves him um it's the but- best podcast you can ever listen to if you're into personal growth and self-development that hurts. Yeah. I have a podcast. Aside from, aside from this. This is more fitness related, but yeah. <laughs> Fit, healthy, happy, buddy. Yeah. But yeah. But anyways, he said that the problem people have nowadays is they have too many mentors and too much influence. Mm-hmm. Instead of doubling down on really listening to three or four people they trust. Here's an example. You could listen to us. And I'd say, you know, we're no nonsense. We do take inspiration from science, um, but we're half science, half application. You know, we respect science, but I also respect what I can see, believe, and do. Um, And that's our mindset. Now, if you listen to us and then you listen to someone who's completely, you know, whack job, no research, you know, complete hippie, you know, oh, you should deadlift with your back bend. It's going to gain the most muscle. It's very, it's going to confuse you. You're going to have trouble grounding yourself and centralizing yourself and a piece of understanding or knowing what to, you know, kind of apply and enact. And I think one big mistake we had on YouTube was having too many influences. Yeah. So we started wanting to just document, which I think was probably the best the channel was. Um, and at that time, you know, it, it was fine. It wasn't huge. And of course it didn't get the most views, but it was probably the most true to what we did. And then we started watching Casey Neistat and oh, yeah. fitness vloggers. And we tried to do that. And like, it was kind of just boring. It was a lot of work. It was mm-hmm. this headache. And then eventually we said, screw that. We're going to what we do well. And we started educating. We made how-tos. The best the channel was definitely ever, actually. Mm-hmm. And those blew up. The channel blew up. And that's kind of what kicked, started everything. Then from there, we started saying, oh, let's trend hop. Calling out vegan gains, 10K cows. And those were good. They, they definitely did a, a purpose. So that was fine. But then we messed up again. And we tried to go back to vlogging. And like, did like just, 10k calorie challenges and stuff. Yeah, and, and we just that was fun. But I wish from when we started, we really, you know, focused in on what we did. Like, you know, really, if we just said we want to be educational, we want to, you know, teach and really focus on that and really centered around more of a central thing instead of being too flippy floppy. I think we would have way more subs than we did. So I think that's something everyone should consider. You know, like, are you taking in too much uh, influence and are you taking a negative influence that you can cut out? That isn't, you know, really relative or important to what you have. So hopefully mm-hmm. we're the good influence, um, but that's something for all of y'all to analyze. 100%. Yeah. I think um, it's also important to just be able to admit that. Like, when even if you're failing on your fitness journey, take a look back and see, oh, that phase where I was, like, doing all those crazy deadlifts six days a week or maxing out. Like, I should have really taken a step back. But here's what I learned and here's what we can do better. And, you know, if you can admit that, I feel like a lot of people don't do that and they just think that everything they've done in the past is right and whatever. Like, you'll, you'll I think you'll be successful in whatever you do. And if you're, uh, you know, if you just found us through this podcast, go watch Colossus Fitness on YouTube. That is myself and Kyle. I'm Josh. Kyle is Kyle. What's up? You'll see, um, you know, 
we look different, but you'll see on the, the channel, because uh, I think it's funny that a lot of people have probably never seen us or don't know much of us outside of this context. So if you watch your YouTube, there's tons of informational content, there's tons of silly content, there's calorie challenges, like go, uh, if you're bored, you know, go look around, you'll have a lot of fun, you'll get to know us better and that'll be good. Okay, next question out of the mailbag. So it was the, um, I started Actually, asking I have it. one if that's all right. All right. Is your arm okay? Is your arm okay? <laughs> My arm was okay. Never got hurt. Never felt a thing. <laughs> it was just... Uh, we tried a lot of clickbait, yeah. and they were so stupid. Yeah, like, the Olympians on steroids, like, oh, are that's they... that's a good one. I, I slapped 12 ads on that yeah. bad boy. How do you um, feel about... Question. How do you feel about YouTubers putting multiple ads on their videos? Hey, I think if it's good content, and, I mean, I think a lot of times YouTubers aren't potentially making a ton of money from the actual videos alone, so... I mean, I have no issue. Like, I'll, I'll happily watch through if it's good content and, and entertaining. So I, I have no issue at all. So here's my thing. I think it's it's fun to hear, you know, someone who's actually in this space. So you know when you watch a YouTube video and there's an ad every 20 seconds, it drives you nuts? Yeah. Um, you know, I I have no issue with them doing that because here's the thing. Just use an ad blocker. Yeah. Literally, if you go on Google and search get ad block, and now a lot of YouTubers say, oh, don't do that. You're killing our revenue, this and that. I personally have no problem. Like to me, it's annoying. And if we choose to put ads on our videos, which we do, we don't do that. We don't put a ton. I only put a ton on yeah. stupid old videos yeah. that I think are hilarious. You know, that are just kind of funny and old that a few people watch and you know get angry about for no reason, mm -hmm. like uh, this Olympians one. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like just use an ad blocker and then support the creator if you can in their own way. You know, if they have clothing, coaching, like something. If you respect them, you know, there's other ways to take advantage. And you know, if you choose to put videos, you can choose to not watch them or if you want to support them you could whitelist the channel and not do it but i find them super annoying if there's like 10 ads i'll just stop watching a video and i'll give up but that was another fun question beauty okay i'm out of my fun question okay we'll get back serious back to the real one can you change those were fun though we love fun questions and these are things people have asked us like we're not just making them up like you know we're asked these things very often from clients and friends and stuff um but when it comes to can you change the order of the workouts if equipment is taken um it's a pretty tough one like I say it definitely depends on like the actual exercise uh, that you're referring to but like um, you've got to also know that you know if you're talking like compounds and stuff I'd probably try to spend a little bit more time like if you're talking bench press squat deadlift I'd probably wait for a little bit more time for um, you know the equipment to be available spend some more time warming up do some treadmill do some more mobility and stuff before doing that but if you're talking about something like something small like in terms of like a small muscle group I have no issue with you switching it at all but just know that the weight you lift could potentially be a little bit less just due to the fact that you may be a little bit more fatigued nice Next question, do competitions pay well? Uh, so I'm assuming they're referencing bodybuilding or powerlifting. And I love this question because so many people go, I want to compete men's physique. I want to compete bikini. I want to do bodybuilding. And like, that's cool. You should do it once. Don't get me wrong. I, I did it once, you know, see if you like it. And if you do it because you love it, great. But I swear so many people do it for affirmation from other people and, you know, to want to be super successful in the circuit. And here's the thing. Anyone listening to this, you know who the best bodybuilder in your hometown or city is? I guarantee you have no clue. Like some people, you know, slave so hard, spend 10K a year on everything they need to do it. Um, and like, it's not a very glorious thing. Like even every product and comp I've ever done, there's been zero cash prize, you know, for like best lifter, maybe get a shirt or something. Yeah. So, you know, if you're trying to make money off the sport, it's probably not going to happen. Even top level bodybuilders, a lot of the Olympians, if you watch like Generation Iron, uh, the documentaries following around the top bodybuilders, you'll see a lot of them are 
quite poor like you know because they're spending so much time and focus just on this craft and it's not as glorious as other sports so uh to answer no they don't and like if you do them they should be for you first and foremost you're not if you're trying to get into it for reward or something i'd recommend you know you get really good at baseball and do that because there's Mm -hmm. more money to be had there yeah, 100%. And if you're someone that's trying to maybe grow a business around this and you're kind of deciding on like what's going to be better, obviously doing the competition could be great for maybe getting a couple photos and whatnot. But I think you can be just out of competition shape, get some great photos, build your business, teach people how to do it, and then focus more on helping other people if you actually want to make money. Um, and that's something that we did. Like we did that first competition. And I've always said that if I want to compete again for like physique and stuff like that, Um, I would not be able to work as much. I wouldn't be able to train as many people. I wouldn't be as happy as I am when people come in and see me at 9 or 10 p.m. and stuff like that if I was getting ready for a show. Um, So I would never put that first and probably honestly never do one of those competitions again. Um, But, you know, even for powerlifting, like we just realized that it takes a lot of time and effort and stuff. And while it is fun, we can just get incredibly strong, but also put as much focus as we can within a given day to help more people, um, which will obviously pay off more in the long run financially. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where Fantastic. We're Next question from Jeff saying, and I love this one. Uh, I hear you both talking about your online coaching quite a lot. I'm just curious, what does it consist and what makes you a better coach than anyone else? I can just Google. That's a great question, Jeff. Thank you for asking. Um, there's so much. Like, where do we even start? Just at the end of the day, I say, Kyle, what makes you a great online coach? I'd say that I just actually care. Like, I'm not working for Good Life Fitness. I'm not working for LA Fitness. I'm not working for anybody else. It's mine and Josh's business, and we actually care about every single person that does sign up for our online coaching program. Everything we create is completely customized, and honestly, like that's I think the biggest thing that really separates us. Um, on top of that, everything is like very personal, right? So we, uh, I think Josh already mentioned this at the start of the um, podcast. We actually send personalized videos. We give you our number, and this is for like a pretty actually low cost. And people are actually kind of confused when they sign up. They're like, "Oh, I'm actually working with Kyle." And Josh oh well, I actually get like your number I get all these other things and you know we just truly care and that's the biggest thing like if you're gonna sign up with us and and aim to reach your goals and you have someone who sends you like like late programs every single week and just doesn't answer your check-ins or doesn't answer your questions and like doesn't do anything customized you're never gonna succeed it's gonna be demotivating it's not gonna be fun so that's what really sets us apart is we actually care and we'll literally do anything it takes to get you guys to reach your goals and someone asked me how long I've been doing this and I thought that was wild you know it's you know, a lot of people say, oh, you're young. How can you have much experience? But this is a very new uh, kind of area that a lot of people are trying to jump into. A lot of people are trying to money grab. You know, like Kyle said, they won't actually contact you. But, you know, I've been in this now for six years, and I have worked with hundreds and hundreds of people, you know. Like, I think I'm coming up over having 400 clients over the time, uh, which I think is amazing. So, you know, I've really got a knack for it. And once again, my number one answer is I care. Like, I yeah. really do care that everyone I coach has, um, you know, as good, if not better results than myself. I love just hearing people, um, stories of people succeeding. And I think too many people struggle with fitness when I have all the tools to make you not struggle, to make it easy, that I think, you know, it's literally my duty to help other people um, achieve what I know they can and not be trapped by, you know, not being happy. And unfortunately, you know, body image and body confidence is so important. So to be able to give that to people is just a powerful thing. And obviously with coaching, you will get all these customized resources, the support, the network, the community. Um, so we'd love to have you aboard and that's a great question you know I love when people do question you know our ability or what we can do or why we're the best because I'm more than happy to demonstrate that yeah so uh, if you want to take us up on that offer 
ColossusFitness.com. You've heard us say it a few times. If you just want to listen to us, it sounds good. We really hope you got value from this because at the end of the day, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not getting anything, uh, just let us know. But um, you know, our goal is just to offer as much value as possible. And all these podcasts is just a little example of what our coaching entails because we offer so much value in our coaching. You know, customized workout routines, accountability, consistent support and text messages, videos, and just uh, help with your macronutrients and understanding of how much you could consume, why, what time, all that good stuff. All right, go out there and kill it. Peace. Peace.